The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good takes. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> She's live. <laughs> We're live. Old Betsy. The old Macachino. She's humming along. This is a podcast called The Homeless Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> and I clearly I've forgotten how to fucking act now that I'm back in person with Nicole in the fucking podcast loft in front of this ancient machine we have. <laughs> We just spent the last 20 minutes trying to fucking be nerds, and it didn't work out. <laughs> so we're using our dinosaur. Yeah, you know, sometimes old old is fine. <laughs> it, it works. It's reliable. Sometimes. It might be a little slow, but it's going to get the job done. <laughs> sometimes slow is fine. Sometimes old is fine. Slow, I'm saying slow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ah, well, I'm Nicole. Oh, yeah, and I'm Sarah. And guess what? So I've heard. Hear me out. Look at my hair. I know. <clears throat> so apparently this front bump style is coming back, mm. you know, from the early 2010 type. When I had the front bump, I'm the front bump queen. Yeah. Just throw that out I there. Had, I had front bumps, but not excessive. I didn't tease anything or I'd give it that extra height. No, we don't need to zhuzh anything over here either. <laughs> Naturally just does its own thing. Snooky look out. Yeah. You bitch. But anyway, so I had a hair bump in today and I felt nostalgic? Like, no, it just felt right. <laughs> you know, when you find a pair of shoes and you're like, those are my shoes and then that's what you wear. That's well, it's natural. a full day of throwbacks. Mm -hmm. The old Mac. Yeah. The hair bump. Welcome home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome home. <laughs> yeah. We're back in. Went to the uh, office for a full day? Uh, Shit. We're back in 2010 where we belong, apparently. Uh, it was a good time. <laughs> and I'll actually lie to you. 2013, 12 through like, you know, uh, and beyond was when we really, we really were there. We were mm -hmm. there. We had arrived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that. I honestly wanted to go back and make a, a literal playlist of all the songs that were in that reel I sent you, or that carousel I sent you mm -hmm. the other day. Mm -hmm. Ja Rule did not get it on for respect back then. Mm -hmm. and then he fucked Have it you up. seen the meme, though, of Ja Rule with his son at his son's graduation? And it's like Ja Rule's son looks more like Ja Rule than he does. <laughs> I have not seen that. It's true. It's true. Oh, but it's hilarious. also wild that he has a son graduating from something high, high school or college <laughs> or whatever it was. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Everybody be leaving it up. Me. All right, Ja. <laughs> but in all fairness, you know, he uh, fucked up at the end there. So he Well, it. the whole fire festival thing didn't do him any favors. <sighs> didn't you do know? anybody any favors, really, except for Netflix and Hulu. Those motherfuckers cashed in on that. Right. There's only seven documentaries that <laughs> all showcase the same information. Mm -hmm. That basically they were giving blowjobs to get shit done. <laughs> <laughs> Blowways, man. They're the key to every door. I didn't care if people had sufficient porta potty <laughs> situation. Cheese on a piece of white bread. I would have died. Oh, like, I just throw them into the well, ocean. The amount of money that they charged people, they they had, you know, privileged, uh, rich-ish white people going to this festival and they were treating them like they paid for, the you Motel know, eight. Uh, yeah, a wristband. Super eight. <laughs> a wristband to an alley festival. It wasn't even an alley. It was just a... No, it was supposed to be like a island. Wasn't yeah. it an island that they were on? Yeah. Anyway, we are... Way off topic. Way off. Ja Rule, baby. <laughs> I That's did, business. I did see Ashanti in concert like a couple of weekends ago. Oh. I know. Nah, 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 yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah. Her, Monica, 
Whatever happened Tamar to Eve? Braxton? Um, well, Eve has been doing talk shows. She like hosts talk shows. Oh, okay. So she's she's using she, her aggressive nature for interviewing people. <laughs> well, so she's like she was like part of the View or the Talk or one of those. What? Oh yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she, she go married a white guy that she met um when she was running a marathon, and then she had a baby recently. <laughs> what? I don't even. <laughs> And I'm over here like Please. she just the bitch just fell off. I don't know no, where the fuck she's, she's at. Nicole's like, oh yeah, I got the whole. Th- Hang on, I got the documentary going. <laughs> no, she because she's around. I know. I didn't know. I didn't know she was around. <laughs> Who knew Eve was around? Does she go by Eve anymore? Yeah. See, I just am not paying enough fucking attention apparently, or I am and I just don't retain it, and then it's new every time. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. No, she's. She's in the the news here and there, especially with the whole baby situation. <laughs> you mean having a baby situation? Well, I can't remember. If she, I she might have had a surrogate. Oh, well, either way. So you know, surrogates are hot topics as of late in the celebrity world. So I don't know. I could be I wrong, just, but I I'm think... tired right now at my age. I can't imagine having. They have help. They have nannies. But, like, the mental tiredness. I'm mentally exhausted. Oh, I know. I I don't advocate for trying to have a child at 39. I'm lucky if I make it through my day without a nap. Really? Honestly, I'm so. surprised about a lot of things anymore <laughs> at this, this time of my life. I know. Like, some of the women that we used to work with in corporate America who wanted to establish their careers, and they were super educated, and then they would wait till they were in their late 30s to get pregnant, and by that time, they are either doing, like, IVF or, you know, your eggs are just dropping, mm-hmm. like, constantly. They're yeah. just, like... Falling out. Yeah. They're like, boom, well, boom, boom, right? No, we're made so of they oil. would end up with twins. Yeah. That's fun. So that means... The, I mean, I guess you would get it over with if you wanted to, but if you are... 38 and above and having twins and working in corporate America like I don't know how they have their hair my uterus just twitched <laughs> nope. I don't know my uterus had a visceral reaction to that concept <laughs> and it was not a good one I I don't know how they do it my I think uh, they check out I think that's when they mentally check out and they just disassociate for fucking 18 years I don't but they seem to be you know, with it for the most part when they're at work and stuff. I don't know how they pull it's it together. Because it's their time to be an actual adult. It's I, like going out at night for them. <laughs> I guess. Um, my coworker who just had a baby, her baby's huge. <laughs> okay. Huge. Are we talking like half a U size huge? Her baby's huge. So <laughs> she had. Oh no, this is this is like a thing. She's like, I make fat babies. Like she has to get induced so they stop growing and she has to give birth Shut the fuck early up. because her babies are so big. And so what? she ended up being induced at the end of January and the baby was like um like nine pounds basically, eight pounds something ounces. I was right? like roughly nine pounds, like thirteen ounces, I'm just gonna say or something like that. Yeah. That's a huge baby. I'm a huge baby. And then... But then I just, like, didn't grow very much after that. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> well, and then now it's only been, like, a month. Mm-hmm. The baby grew four pounds in a month. She has a 12-pound baby. Fuck yeah, baby. I was like, you have a toddler is yes. what you have. That's 100%. A, that's actually heavier than my cat, Lucia. Congratulations, co She said her back's been killing her. There's no amount of working out, yoga, chiropractic that was helping. And then they went to the doctor... And they didn't realize how much weight the baby had put on. And so then the baby's like 12 pounds. And she's like, oh, well, that's my fucking problem. Yeah. Well, when you're carrying around a <laughs> fucking 12-pound like child. She's like 40-ish. No! Yeah. No! Yeah. No. Yeah, this is her second. Do you want to see this fat baby? Fuck yeah, I do. That's a fat baby. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a new baby? Yes. No. That baby this, is she just had. She just had this baby... On like January twenty third, and today is March seventh. It it looks like a toddler. I'm appalled. 
what is happening to the human race? We are just popping out adults now. Like, have you noticed that children that are supposed to be 12 and 13 years old, I recall what I looked like during then because I took VHS tapes of me trying to fucking, I saw the sun, dance and shit. <laughs> That's not normal. It's not fair. I am upset. Oh, yeah. She. Upset. I mean, well, the funniest part is like she knows, right? So she calls her a tank. She's like, shh. <laughs> Could you imagine being born and your fucking nickname is Tank? She's like, she's a freaking tank. That's hilarious. And, you know, of course, I'm like, well, as a childless adult, I don't know how you do it. And she goes, well, I'd say booze, but I've only had one drink since she's been born. God bless America. Nope. Oh, my God. And she has a four-year-old, too. No, I feel like at this stage, with the amount I don't drink, booze would just complicate it for me. Because I would just, mm mm-mm. No. Yeah. Too many factors anymore. God. Kudos specifically to the parents who on purpose have children. Y'all are the real MVPs. I don't really know how you do it. Right. On purpose. Right. You're like, hey, I, I like you as a human being and I would like to make a, a half of me with you. And then we got to teach them morals and values and how to operate in society. And I mean, I get the concept. It's just a lot of work. I'm tired. Uh huh. Thinking and talking mm-hmm. about it. Mm-mm. My uterus again. Anytime that people Shut talk about kids' sports or something, I'm like, I, I really am happy with my life choices. Really, just can't relate to any of this. But I hope you have a great night, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I know. think we've talked about this before. Like, my coworkers will talk about like their kids' sports or whatever, and I'm like, oh. We're doing the sports ball talk again. I don't. <laughs> At least the people that I work with, their kids are like in robotics or something I can fucking relate to. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're traveling across the state for your weekend to go watch nine-year-olds play t-ball or whatever they do? Jesus. Like, God. No. no. You know, I think about it now. <laughs> And I wonder, like, what kind of parent drama goes on? Because I know there was so much, so much parent drama. But like, here's a new topic for the hoes, for y'all. What kind of fucking dirty, nasty parent drama is going on behind all of those soccer games and baseball games, basketball games? I hear about. I want to hear cheerleading stories. What did that bitch Karen do this time? I want to hear it. I I've heard so much of it. I just want to hear it. And it's, it can be anonymous, or you can fucking say whatever you I want. I get exhausted care. listening to it. I mean, I just want to hear about Tracy giving Todd blowies in the back. No, you know what? Actually, a lot of the drama is between the parents and the coaches. That's what I mean. Like, what Spam. parent blew the coach to get their kid more ball time? Is that a thing? Probably. Fuck. They want to. God, gross. Ooh. All right. Well, this is a Hose of History episode. <laughs> it is. And the hoe that I'm talking about today did not have children. God, lover. <laughs> That's not uncommon, though, with the hoes that we've chosen. I would say it's been 50-50. Yeah, it, and if they did have children, it wasn't because that was their purpose. <laughs> it was a side effect of living. A couple, a couple wanted, like, a family, but then... Didn't. A lot of the stories, the kids ended up being, like, estranged. There was other... Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> I'm still waiting for the day I find a baby broker story, like, randomly. <laughs> I'm like, Eureka, I found one! Eureka! <laughs> oh, my God. Had to. Throwback day. Uh... <laughs> All right, so the hoe of history that we're talking about today is... Dr. Mary Edwards Walker. Now, I know nothing about this woman, so I'm very excited. Well, I went with a very traditional woman, which that's maybe the wrong choice of words. I went with (laughs) a more well-known historical figure Mm. than an entertainment figure. Okay. For the purposes of it being Women's History Month. And it's going to be, by the time this comes out, International Women's Day Day will have already passed. And so I was like, well, in in spirit of women change makers, Mm -hmm. 
But we'll say not just because they were the first people to do porn. The first people, though, <laughs> to actually like break down some real societal societal barriers, barriers and things. Yeah. I was like, let me let me find somebody serious. Let me find some a little summers. So in all of United States history, there has only been one woman to receive the Medal of Honor. And what? it is Mary Edwards. Wait, Walker. I'm sorry. Like currently to this day? Uh-huh. Are you fucking serious? Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> I just got the chills. <laughs> So let me tell you how when I was Googling. Way to lead into this. Uh, I yeah. mean, wow. So when I was Googling, <laughs> so I put Mary Edwards Walker into Google. And the first thing that comes up is from like a women in history website. And the little Google summary snippet at the top. Cliff notes. I love that. Thank you, Google. Doesn't necessarily, like it didn't necessarily have the first sentence shown. It, sh- it jumped right into Mary Edwards Walker is that woman. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'm going with her. If you didn't know, <laughs> now you fucking know. She's that bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this is great already. I'm getting my blanket in. <laughs> so, up. she's, well, as a surgeon women's rights advocate, abolitionist, and spy. (laughs) Walker became the first female U.S. Army surgeon during the Civil War. What year was she born? Oh, I haven't got there yet. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad I didn't miss (laughs) it. I'm giving you the quick summary. I'm here. Stats. Her legacy has been celebrated across the country, and in 2012, her hometown unveiled a 900-pound bronze statue in her honor. Okay. So when I say historical reference versus entertainment reference, this is what I mean. There's a bronze statue, which we typically only see white men on horses for those. Yeah, I was going to say, you pulled out the big dogs on big guns on this one. You went full fletch for this Women's Day chapter. I did. I'm fucking here for it, though. Let's run it. 900 pound statue involved. First and a last. Yeah, for that bitch. (laughs) That bitch bitch um so mary edwards walker was born in the town of oswego new york on november 26th in 1832 our girl was a little psychotic (laughs) a little bit (laughs) Um, in the best way possible to all my scorpios out there we love you so hard well is the 26th still a scorpio that's like that's Sagittarius it's land. It's Sagittarius land for sure. But sometimes they're like, well, I'm a cusper. So, you know, we just lump them all in. But she, nuts. So, in the best way possible. This one, this story also breaks the rules about having a father who is actually present. Like, versus a lot of our stories well, where the father. Well, she's a historical reference. <laughs> that doesn't really, that has not proven anything. I know, I'm just being an asshole at this point. The men from the 1800s were pieces of shit for the most part, but her dad was not. That's good. Right. So, she was the youngest of seven children. And there were six girls and one boy. Oh, my God. Right? Right? So, her parents raised all of them in a very progressive manner. That was like revolutionary for that time mm-hmm. and had non-traditional parenting roles where um, they actually supported Mary's uh, spirit of independence. Mm. Yes. And sense of justice. I mean, she wasn't so, put in a position to decide her life path at six years old. No, she was not. But she's always been... But they would have let her. Strong-willed and they let her. They would have let her if she wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so although they were Christians, like devoted Christians, they were also free thinkers. Yeah, that's allowed. So um, they actually raised their children to question regulations and restrictions. And um, they wanted them to question various religious denominations um and and figure out what was going to work for them. Okay. Um 
So when I say they also demonstrated non-traditional gender roles in the marriage, uh, it's because the mom would do physical labor chores sometimes and dad would do house chores, <laughs> vice versa. Like they, they all kind of just did everything. Um you mean he was a healthy relationship? Right. Right. <laughs> um, so they had, because they healthy. had a farm. And so mom, though, would go out and do like heavy lifting stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, Mary would work on the farm as a child and didn't like to wear women's clothing while she was doing farm labor, labor because she thought it was too restrictive and well yeah because she would still have to wear the dress and undercoat and all that shit right in that era mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she wouldn't wear it because that. i wouldn't either she's not doing work in that Hell shit no. and her mother was like yeah don't because corsets and tight lacings are unhealthy uh, oh yes uh-huh practicality and commonsensical they're right there uh-huh yeah because it squeezes you a little bit well and all that tightness not letting things breathe yes you know your organs around and whatnot um so then her parents wanted to make sure that their six girls got the same education as their one son hell yeah so they started their own school all right is this the first charter school (laughs) (laughs) which i didn't know what a charter school was until i was late in my late 20s I don't, I don't know if it's considered a charter school because it was free. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> no, I know. But I'm like, mm. somehow they managed to make this a free schoolhouse. I don't know how. Intelligence. In the late 1830s. Um, so then Mary transitioned when she got older, though, to high school, at like a, a real high school. And... Um, after she graduated, she became a teacher, uh, but she always knew that she wanted to become a doctor. So she just worked and saved enough money to pay for medical school. No, just practicality, common sense. Again, right? Commonsensical here, right? Uh-huh. So then she attended Syracuse Medical College, received her medical degree in 1855. She was allowed. Mm-hmm. Wow. She was the, the second woman? woman to uh-huh. graduate from that college after Elizabeth Blackwell. Hey, girl. Mm-hmm. So she was allowed, but that she was the second one. She was allowed. <laughs> she wasn't allowed to do a lot of other things, though, and we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm curious. So she follow, or she married a fellow student, Albert Miller, okay. um, in 1855. So she was 22, almost 23. Another practical Seemingly thought out, executed. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for her wedding dress oh. situation, she wore a short skirt with trousers underneath. <laughs> I'm so here for this lady. Yes. Eat my ass. You're not getting my... <laughs> You're not putting me in a dress. <laughs> yes. So she also refused to include the word obey in her vows. Which everybody should. It's fucking hog shit. And retained her last name. (laughs) This is a bad bitch, (laughs) y'all. So she's very, very adamant about being a nonconformist. Or just living her best life. For the time. Yeah. It was a nonconformist situation, though. Yeah. Um, So they ended up setting up her and her husband set up a joint practice in Rome, New York, but the practice didn't succeed because the public didn't want to go to a female doctor. Ignorance, man. Ignorance. Right? They just didn't even want to accept that there was, that she was a doctor. Oh, my God. That reminds me of another doctor. We'll go into that another time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're coming upon Civil War time. It's 1861, and Mary wanted to join the union's efforts because mm. she's not, she's not, she's, she's not employable. She's practical. Nobody will go to her. People won't hire a female doctor. So she's like, "Well, let me join the union's efforts." Could you imagine? 
forcing your way through the very man masculine school system being told you can but you can but you can but and then you make it and then you're not even successful Mm-hmm. because you're a fucking woman right well she wasn't gonna let that happen what tell me what she did <laughs> So she went to Washington, but was not allowed to serve as a medical officer because she was a woman. Unfucking believable, man. So she decided to stay and still serve as an unpaid volunteer surgeon. Oh my God, you got to get it in somewhere, man, but fuck. You serious? Yes. So she was at the U.S. Patent Office Hospital in Washington as an unpaid surgeon. Could you imagine... I just, well, I mean, it's kind of the same like an artist. I paid a lot of money to go to school and then internships were supposed to be free. Again, eat my ass. No. Yeah. So technically, the army wasn't going to allow female surgeons. So she was only allowed to practice as a nurse. If y'all could see my fucking eyeballs right now. (laughs) So she said, fuck you, and then organized her own women's relief organization and helped families of the wounded who came to visit their loved ones at the hospital. Yeah, boy. Good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So as a suffragist, which she's proud of, uh, she was happy to see women serving as soldiers and alerted the press to the case of Frances Hook and this was at Chattanooga Hospital in Tennessee, where Francis Hook um, served in the Union forces disguised as a man. So um, Mary outed it in the hopes of them being like, you guys are dumb. You have a woman here who's serving in just like the men are, whatever. I don't know how that that uh, press release situation turned out for them but um, probably just disappeared let's be honest but uh she ended up being the first female surgeon of the union army (laughs) so let me tell you motherfucker something right now that is a woman and the fact that you can't tell you've never felt the touch of a woman (laughs) y'all are ignorant she's got tits yep and a vagina yeah oh my god yeah you dumb assholes um, there is another woman out there who served as a very well-respected doctor mm-hmm. as a man mm-hmm. for, like, many, many years. And then when they died, that's when people found out she was a woman. Oh, for heaven's sake. Could you... Um, I... God. <laughs> yeah, that doctor was actually a female. Uh, <laughs> for 40 years, they served leadership around uh... the globe as a man woman i'll have to dig up that name i'll tell that story because it's remarkable that is remarkable because that means that she chose to also give up being her romantic woman. life or and being a woman in general because depending on the time i mean she could have had a same sex relationship i guess but I that would remember. have all been secret yeah i don't remember i'll have to look her and up. another man more than likely isn't going to mm-hmm. get into a relationship with her thinking she's a man right Unless they're on a super DL situation. Right. Very lonely. It's very. Yeah. So Mary continued to wear men's clothing during her work through all of this. Even though she was seen as a woman, it was like for respect. Maybe. No. Well, respect, but just because she was like, it's practical. It's easier. Like, how am I supposed to fucking do surgery in a hoop skirt? Oh, yeah, that's right. The practicality of it all. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. They were still required to wear fucking petticoats. <laughs> like, how is she supposed to be agile in her corset? <laughs> I dropped the scalpel again. Somebody pick that up for me, please, because I can't bend over all this boning, you know? And I swear to God, they're so tight, they probably cut off airflow to your brain for you to be able to make quick, like, rational decisions. Well, yeah, your brain's being, your energy is being taken up by trying to forget what's happening to your body instead of focusing on the outward world around you. (laughs) Your processing is on a fucking eight-second delay. (laughs) 
So in September 1862, Mary wrote to the War Department. She wrote to the War Department requesting employment as a spy, but her proposal was declined. So then a year later in September 1863, she was employed as a contract acting assistant surgeon civilian <laughs> what i know by the army of the cumberland so she became technically the first female surgeon employed by the u.s army so then later she was appointed assistant surgeon of the 52nd ohio infantry during her service she frequently crossed battle lines and treated civilians because, you know, poor civilians were casualties of war. I can't understand. They're just squandering this resource. Truly. Like, I just want to fucking help. Right? You help you anybody. <laughs> like, I feel at this point, she's like, I don't want my life to be a waste. <laughs> I know. What energy. I know. Jesus. Um, so, then another year later, in 1864... She had finished helping a Confederate doctor with a surgery, and she was actually captured by Confederate troops because they thought she was a spy because she was in men's clothing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Listen, you dumb motherfucker. I'm a surgeon. I was helping this man save your general, and I got to go. She's like, I tried to be a spy, and they declined me. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? The union's not fucking smart enough to employ spies. Okay. They're not smart enough, or maybe they, they are. I assumed she was a spy because she was in men's clothing. Like, what the fuck? So, she was a prisoner of war for four months. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say four years. I was going to lose it. <laughs> no. Four but months. But that wouldn't make sense either. <laughs> so. Four months, though. Yes. At sitting- Castle Thunder Prison in Richmond, Virginia. Sitting there going, I am... Not a spy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. So she deserved every ounce of that award she got. (laughs) Yes. So while she was there, she continued to refuse to wear women's clothing that was provided to her. Eat my dick. (laughs) And her appearance as a female military prisoner who wouldn't wear female clothes and blah 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 um actually caused a lot of commotion you think mm-hmm. and so there were many re- recordings and diaries about her you don't say <laughs> all the crazy ones at it again she wouldn't put her clothes on and she wouldn't eat <laughs> so one confederate captain actually wrote in his diary the crowd was both amused and disgusted at the sight of a thing that nothing but the debased and depraved Yankee nation could produce. She was dressed in the full uniform of a federal surgeon, not good looking, and of course had tongue enough for a regiment of men. What the fuck is wrong with you? What? <laughs> First of all, the dialect in the way they constructed sentences back then was very aggressive. Right. Second of all, fuck you. <laughs> yes. Well, and, so, and again, it's the Civil War, so you've got North and South, and she was from New York, so then now he's also being like, well, of course this would happen from the depraved Yankee nation. She's, they would, of course, they would produce this, you know. She's not ugly, but she's just not beautiful. Despite that, but why does it need to matter? What does it matter? It doesn't. <clears throat> and they couldn't understand why she liked men. Like they thought that because she wore men's clothing, that that meant that. She she actually was like a lesbian or something. No. Like they assumed, which I can understand that assumption. Absolutely. However, Poor they education. couldn't wrap their brains around the fact that she was a surgeon and it she's not going to do surgery in a hoop skirt. <laughs> Unreal. I just found a picture of her and her attire. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. 
Did they honestly think that she was just a like at the end of the day she was a dude? No, they didn't. They didn't think she was a guy. They knew she was a woman. Uh huh. They were just very confused about her natural urges as a female. Uh huh. Okay. Mm hmm. I'm just gonna. So, listen to this. This is how she gets out of prison. Okay. She was freed as part of a prisoner exchange that returned at least 14 physicians to their respective armies. In a later biography noted that she said she was delighted to have been part of a man-for-man swap. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? (laughs) I get it. Dr. Mary, I do get that. Uh, oh, you want you want little me? You're gonna trade me for well, that? Well, it was guy? more because it was a, a man that was she was getting swapped with, right? So she's like, "Oh, I'm an equal when there comes to prisoner exchange." All right, okay, we'll take it. Yeah, you guys, remember when you took me back specifically? You actually asked for me back and gave them a human man in my place, right? I'm just gonna keep reminding you guys that on occasion. Right? <laughs> So after her release is when she went to the Ohio 52nd Infantry. She went like a month later. Mm-hmm. And um, after the war, she was awarded the Medal of Honor by President Andrew Johnson. So She deserved it. Shit. Yes. However, I feel like anytime you say anything, I'm like, but. It's to be expected. It's the 1800s. <laughs> but. Her award was among 910 other awards that were rescinded in 1917 when the criteria for the honor was restricted to only those who had engaged in actual combat with the enemy. (laughs) She was in fucking prison. What is the point of rescinding something? They rescinded 910. But why? Because they were not literally fighting. But who spent, why did you spend the time? What, why? 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 Is it, what, why? Where's the negative impact that required your energy to fucking rescind? I don't know. Get How did life. you track these people down? Get we a did, fucking There was life. no computers. There's no, they're writing letters to each other about who. Yeah. And who the fuck? It's not even real. If I never received my rescindin- rescindication, is that a word? <laughs> Rescind? Your rescindance. That I never fucking heard. I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck you. I'm still well, awesome. <laughs> that's the approach she took. Oh yeah, bitch. She refused. Nah, y'all are wrong. She refused to surrender the no, medal. No, good. And proudly affixed it to her clothes daily for the oh. rest of her life. Oh, that was the medal yeah. she had on in that picture. Uh-huh. That that picture right there. Yeah, that's my she fucking wore, medal. She wore it every day. She did. Oh, it's in every single one of her pictures. <laughs> <laughs> So it was a literal fuck you. <laughs> That's like the scarlet letter. <laughs> yes. So except I for she gave it. it to herself. Um yeah. so after extensive lobbying by her relatives and supporters, long after her death, the honor was restored by President <laughs> Jimmy Carter in nineteen seventy seven. It was rescinded in nineteen seventeen. When was it handed out? 1917 or I'm sorry when was it handed out 1912 or some shit it was um mm, I hope it was 1917 so she had it for like months and then they took it back and then she's like no fuck you and went for the rest of her life <laughs> oh crap you don't I can't have to find really it. find it right now Um, you're probably not going to find it and that's okay but it would have been because the war began in 1861 yeah so it it was after the war ended I just think it's hilarious that somebody decided and like what were to to give the metal back what did did they use that metal to melt it down for something else like what was the point to be petty as fuck I yes to be petty, petty petties. Well, here's the actual medal of honor. <laughs> so after that happened, um, her heroism was recognized for her 
distinguished gallantry, self-sacrifice, patriotism, dedication, and unflinching loyalty to her country, despite the apparent discrimination because of her sex. Mm -hmm. So Mary Walker remains the only woman recipient of the Medal of Honor. I'm fucking floored by that still. Yes. Yes, yes. Is it because it, the criteria to receive a Medal of Honor is that you have to get basically stabbed between the eyes on the battlefield and then make it back? I don't know what the new criteria is, but there's a lot more women fighting in combat nowadays. It is hard to believe that she's the only woman. It's very strange. Yeah, it is. It's a it's abhorrent. It's offensive. I'm offended. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I am offended. <laughs> I I feel like there's I've been impacted. There should be a big enough women's population within the, the military armed forces, military that somebody at, at some point there had to have been a woman who It's just a massive circle jerk still, for real. It'll mm-hmm. never ever ever mm-hmm. ever <laughs> stop. <laughs> So after the war, Mary was awarded a disability pension. Yeah, bitch. Wait till you hear how much. Two cents a day. A pension for partial muscular atrophy that she suffered while being imprisoned by the enemy. (laughs) So she was given $8.50 a month beginning June 13th, 1865. What did that equate to? I forgot to look it up. I will look it up right now. Okay. 18 What is it? 1865. 1865. 850 a month. And then 30 ish years later, 25 30 years later, they raised that to $20 a month. <laughs> I'm I'm Makes me want to puke. Eight dollars and fifty cents. In eighteen sixty-five. Eight dollars and eighteen sixty-five is worth a hundred fifty-six today. Yeah, nothing. I don't know. That's 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 like a half a dozen eggs. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was good. Yeah, it's some fucking grapeseed oil. Is what it is. <laughs> That's six eggs and a fucking ounce of grapeseed oil. <laughs> right. You. Enjoy. I mean, you can't even get diapers with that shit. Honestly, I mean, you could get maybe some gas in your car. A half a tank. <laughs> it's not good. Um, right here, give us your medal and take this 850. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pawn this medal off. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, so then she went on to serve as supervisor of a female prison in Louisville, Kentucky, and as the head of an orphanage in Tennessee. Does she not like peace? Is she just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's a public servant. Um, that is, and you know, I wonder why. Like, what is it rooted in? Was she a people pleaser from the jump? <clears throat> well, like, I don't. Does that make you a people pleaser to try to help people and like want to be a surgeon? No. If I'm anything, not... I'm from the from the jump. She was like, I'm gonna challenge the status quo. Right, and I'm, but I'm saying like from the jump, or is she? At that point where she's sticking it to the man. I think the whole her whole life is stick it to the man. Because of the suffragette. Suffragette? Suffragette? Suffrage? Suffrage movement? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Clearly, I still don't know how to use that word or pronounce it. <laughs> pronounce it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sober and I'm exhausted. <laughs> So eventually she did become a writer and lecturer supporting issues like health care, temperance, women's rights, dress reform. Dress reform for women, obviously, was a big one. Um, yeah. Because um, at some point while I was doing my research, I was like, girl, just, you know, give it up, man. And then the more I read, I was like, okay, I get it. I'm here for it. There was a whole... Uh, movement behind dress reform for women. Yeah. So 
absolutely. They wanted women in dresses constantly all the time. Yeah. Um, so she was frequently arrested for wearing <laughs> men's clothing. <laughs> oh, you mean That's like- why I was like, girl. <laughs> Is it that serious? You want to be arrested all the time? But okay. She was frequently arrested for yes. wearing trousers. Yes. I feel like maybe in like a hundred years, that's what it's going to sound like when people talk about when Tennessee banned the um, drag shows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So um, she replied to criticism of her attire, quote, I don't wear men's clothes. I wear my own clothes. Dummy. End quote. (laughs) God, I love her. I don't wear men's clothes. These were mine. I bought them for me. Right. Well, and at one of her trials, she says, quote, to dress as I please in free America on whose tented fields I have served for four years in the cause of human freedom. And the judge ended up dismissing the case. And freed her and then told the police to never arrest her again. Girl, you got it for you. She said, I have the right in free America. She's not wrong. And I've served this country. I mean, and she's not wrong. At the end of the day, there's nothing in the Constitution that says that woman has to wear a fucking dress. No. And (laughs) her her thing is not even just about, like, dress reform in general. It's the core root of the problem is human freedom. Right. Because we're talking back in like slavery times and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, the judge said, please stop wasting our efforts on arresting this woman. Let her wear pants. Fuck. (laughs) Um, She wants to wear pants. Let her wear fucking pants. Why do we care? We we got better things to do. (laughs) Get that black man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's so sad. I'm sorry, but we're still the Homance Chronicles at the end of the day. And I'm still a fucking asshole. So Um, spitting facts. That's what they wanted. They're awful humans back then. Awful. Still are. Yep. So Mary's wartime experience, especially time spent in the Confederate prison, physically diminished her and her eyesight started to fail. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think she was probably punished extensively Uh for refusing to wear her female garb. Mm -hmm. Um, So she took up the causes of equal rights for women and abstinence from alcohol and tobacco and lectures throughout the United States and Europe. She published two books that advocated for women's rights that drew on her own experiences. Um, The first one in 18... 71 called hit essays on women's rights and the second in 1878 called um unmasked or the science of immortality to gentlemen by a woman physician and surgeon i feel like these like publications that we talk about from that time Mm -hmm. would be so difficult to read and like comprehend yeah yeah they wouldn't be an easy read, but once you got there, you'd be like, wow. Well, and the fact that she was writing a book about women physicians and surgeons and wanted gentlemen to read. Like, she's like, two gentlemen. The fact that she still called them gentlemen, not two. You, you fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> to the reason I hate this place. <laughs> I mean, she continuously just argued that women should not be subservient to men. Um so she had positions that were forerunners of the modern women's movement, including compensation for domestic labor, equal rights in divorce, and retention of maiden names after marriage. Mm. Part of the reason that I'm bringing up her divorce situation and the name thing is because she never changed her name. Good for her. Right. And she actually ended up getting divorced. She claimed um, that her husband was... Um, cheating on her had was there were allegations of infidelity and um she just tried to get the divorce taken care of um sooner than it happened but it didn't become final till like 1868 after the war did you see her husband no he was a pint-sized human (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure they were the same size so she never got remarried or had children. On purpose. Correct. 
That's what's up. Correct. Um, and she wasn't visiting the uh, abortion bar. <laughs> no, she was. She was against. Um, you know, again, practicality. Yeah. Um. So then, after her father's death in 1880, she inherited the Bunker Hill farm where she lived during the last. Uh, decades of her life and so she would travel between Washington and Oswego, New York where she was originally from and um, it's been said though that she was overbearing towards the farm tenants and quarreled with her brother her one and only brother a lot (laughs) who happened to take in their mother after their father died even though their father's will had named Mary as the person to care for her Was she like the oldest sister? No, she was like fifth why her? Because she was probably the most. She probably didn't. Be, well, because she didn't have a husband and kids. I'm gonna guess too. Yeah, I, guess. I don't know what happened with the other sisters, but gonna I'm gonna say, guess that they had families and stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say like, did anybody else from her family of six, seven kids do anything remarkable, or was she on her own path? I didn't look into her. They would have said siblings. Yeah, um, she ended up being more attached or like having a. a better relationship with one of her sisters um and that that kind of solidified them kind of, i guess helping each other taking care of each other's affairs or whatever mm-hmm. um and but that sister died in may 1900 okay so after that Mar- mary planned to use the farm as a colony for young single women wanting to learn farming and domestic tasks before marriage man that would have been so fun could you imagine i'm gonna go to the farm school now fuck university and you just go to this fucking commune with this crazy awesome woman who used to be a surgeon in the army who was a prisoner of war mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like this is how you milk a cow yeah she's like take that dress up put on these pants and milk that fucking cow bitch <laughs> So then in 1917, she was 85 years old and she fell on the Capitol steps in Washington, which can you imagine after everything you've done for this country? That's how it bites you back. You fall on the fucking steps of the Capitol. I'm pretty sure they bit her back with the 850 a, a well, week or whatever. Well, yes, I, I'm saying like. <laughs> take my, give me my medal. Take this $8.50. Oh, you want to keep your medal? Fine. We'll push you down the stairs. <laughs> like literally <laughs> what happened? Oh, no. How did she fall on oh, the no. Capitol steps? Just a, just a really, 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 really planned out gust of wind. <laughs> See, there was this giant fan. <laughs> that um, I bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a hot day. Um so she never recovered from that fall, so she ended up dying two years later in 1919. Um, oh, wow. And so she was staying with a neighbor when Man. she passed away. Yeah, that's right. Think about it. They didn't have the medical put well, yourself yeah, back together. I mean, together she was 85. Knowledge. Even if you were, even in today's time, if you're 85 and you fall, um, you Capitol don't come Hill. back. You're right. Like, why was she 85 on the Capitol steps why was she stepping on the Capitol steps? Correct. Why was she not in a chair with wheels on right. it? Right. So that's why I'm like, it could have just been a personal her... fan that somebody was using, not even a giant <laughs> industrial fan that pushed this woman over. Well, because she had her trousers on, all right? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to do it so, herself. So here's a list of all of the amazing things that have been named after her. Ooh. So she was inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame in 2000. Yeah. During World War II, a Liberty ship, the SS Mary Walker was named for her. I got chill bumps. In 1982, the U.S. Postal Service issued a 20 cent stamp in her honor, commemorating the anniversary of her birth. Woo. The medical facilities in um, Oswego, New York, are named in her honor, the Mary Walker Health Center. Um, and there's a plaque that explains the importance about her in the in the community. The United States Army Reserve Center named her in Walker, Michigan. <gasps> yeah, the Reserve Center is named after her. I should have said it that way. That's but. cool. Yeah. So Walker, Michigan is named after her. That's not too far from us. Well, no. Well, in, I don't know where it is, but. I think it's in Grand, at the Grand Rapids area. Uh, the Whitman Walker Clinic in Washington, D.C. is named in her honor. And the poet, Walt Whitman, who was a nurse in D.C. during the Civil War. No kidding. So she shares, it's Whitman Walker, so it's her and poet Walt Whitman. Um, yeah, it's on 
the the west side of Grand Rapids is Walker. Walker, Michigan. That's cool. Yep. The Mary Walker Clinic at Fort Irwin National Training Center in California is named in her honor. The Mary Walker House is a third 30-bed transitional residence run by the Philadelphia Veterans Multiservice and Education Center for Homeless Women Veterans. Oh. In May 2012, that's when the 900-pound bronze statue went up. Yeah. And was unveiled in front of the Oswego, New York Town Hall. (laughs) In 2019, she was included in the Hillary and Chelsea Clinton's book, The Book of Gutsy Women, Favorite Stories of Courage and Resilience. Fort A.P. Hill in Virginia is scheduled to be renamed Fort Walker in her honor. No shit. As part of the U.S. Defense Department's decision to change the names of military bases named after Confederate soldiers. (laughs) I love that so much that they're taking all the Confederate soldiers away and putting women in their places. Right. Finally, Mary Walker will be an honoree on an American Women Quarter in 2024. Very cool. So She's in 2024, you'll be able to look for a quarter with her face on it. Yeah. So when you guys find one, if you remember, put it in, the, in something. Well, the Facebook group. Yeah. And then I will leave you with a famous quote mm-hmm. from Dr. Mary Edwards Walker. Women cannot be deprived of God-given rights or of Republican rights without men being sufferers as well as women. <laughs> this is the truth. So. Man, that got me a little emotional. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing her story. Mm-hmm. What a remarkable woman. Right? Not a hoe, but, you know, an right. honorary hoe. Right, right. Well, I, and that's why I said in the spirit of yeah. International Women's Day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was like, let's do... An honorary hoe. Yes. An honorary hoe. like, inspirational. God, I wish we had this kind of information when we were little. Could you imagine how much... It would have changed our trajectory had we known women were, like, the strong back then. Yeah. And, I mean, she's been, well, she's not alive now, so I should say she was flying the flag. Yeah. Basically, since she was born. Right. 1832. Man, that's remarkable. I'm blown away. Mm -hmm. The only woman still ever to receive a Medal of Honor. Mm Mm-hmm. Circle jerk motherfuckers. No, I, I, I got it from multiple sources. I know. That's crazy. It, I, mean, I should tell you where I got all this information from, right? Oh yeah, let it rip. Um, FACS.org, our, our friends at Wikipedia. <laughs> we should start donating. I have donated. Good. No, I meant on behalf of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> Women'sHistory.org and Encyclopedia.com. Mm-hmm. So... The FACS.org, that's an actual PDF media write-up. Oh, cool. It was like four pages. Like a science journal type thing. Yeah. Very cool. Published officially. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. a girl. But I had to... The interesting thing is that... I don't know. Maybe I just haven't done enough honorable women like this when it comes to um, our war history but these sources didn't include a lot about her private life at all so although they were very reputable sources i had to go searching elsewhere to find out if she remained married or had children oh yeah i bet like i so i had to type into google did dr mary edwards walker get divorced I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit more difficult to find those personal matters from her as they become more she becomes more relevant. But she did become like she did have a biography. Mm-hmm. But these online summaries did not focus on any of that at all, right? No. Which totally get it. But when you focus on the women in the entertainment world, you get everything. You get you almost get more about their personal than about their achievements. Well, that's all there is. It's all the drama of their personal life instead of the achievements that they've created. Yeah, so it was just an interesting turn of events as I was trying to research this. I was like, wait, she's bebopping around a lot. I don't think that her and her husband are probably on the same page. So when, I, so when I'm like second. googling, like, well, did she did she get divorced? They're like, yep, sure did. Yep, 100. percent When did she even get married? We don't know. 
they did note that she got married. They just didn't note about her divorce or if she had any children. So I had to literally type those specific questions into the Google. That's really crazy. And see, here over here, like if you were to do an image search, that's how I knew she had a short husband. Because I was look, I typed her up and immediately went to, you know, images. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how I roll. Mm hmm. So that was um a little bit of a different angle for us, but I mean, extremely ex inspiring and incredibly inspiring, and unbelievable. It's like, how did they have so many people that wanted to be spies that they thought that they could turn somebody away? You think they would take man, woman, child who's going to sign up to be a spy? Bye. You know who's doing that. But my favorite part was like, <laughs> you're a spy because you're in men's clothing. <laughs> yeah. Spy. Like, don't you think that they would want to use a woman as a woman for spying? Like, I don't know. They they thought that she was like undercover. But I would. I understand the logic. Oh no, I know. I but... like. Mm, I just they made it fit their little narrative. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you got any other girls for yourself there? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I do. Um, I I watered my plants. They looked like they were dying. Oh, you know what? I put together my jewelry box slash uh Situation. long mirror. Like mm -hmm. it's a mirror that also has a light that opens up and has a jewelry box inside. And a full length mirror, that's what they're called. It's an aggressive multi purpose tool. And <laughs> it was sitting in a box in my living room for a solid probably six weeks. Like it was just blending in with the living room at oh, that point. Oh no. And, <laughs> and I was getting to the point where I was like, if I don't open this and you at least even see if the glass is intact, I'm not gonna be able to return it because I'm gonna be past the the 30-day return mark or whatever, which I'm sure I was. You were. Thankfully, everything was fine. I just, I'm I'm one of those people where I get so fucking amped up about a new situation. I'm like, that's priority one. Well, I would have taken it about, I would have taken it out of the box and assembled it and left it in the corner. Assembled. <laughs> that's my, my dopamine. The reason that it sat there is because... It came faster than I expected it to. Oh, was it one of those, That's like... That's what she said. <laughs> um, <laughs> out of stock. We'll send when ready. Well, no, I don't think it was out of stock, but it still arrived much quicker than I expected. And I was doing the whole room remodel situation. And so I had to get my furniture and clothes. Like, it, other things were just priorities yeah. that I had to get situated in my room first. Mm -hmm. And then any time that I had a free moment where I was like, I should put that together, I was like, no, you know what sounds better? Binging TV right now. Not putting or that together. Doing something So there was I a enjoy. little bit of a delay because <laughs> getting my clothes back into yours was hey. more important initially. And then I was dog sitting. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he required so much attention and was just like a little suction cup mm -hmm. that I didn't want him getting all into the parts and bits and pieces. I was like, you can, we're just going to hold off on opening this box until you're gone. <laughs> so that was another week delay. Because he would have ate something. Yeah. Or whatever. Chewed up the fuck out of something. And I was like, if it was my own dog. I could probably take the risk. No. Because at some point, you're going to have to because the dog is right. always going to be around. But it wasn't my dog. Right. So I'm like, I don't need them pooping out an Allen wrench. No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> or like swallowing one in the first place. Right. <laughs> right. So there's that. Good job, a girl. Thank you. Pretty you. Thanks. I'm going to go touch it when we get done. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm here in person. Yeah, go for it. My Attic girl. And you're going to take the old jewelry box. Yeah, so. that's it. See, now we'll really remember. We won't remember. I will forget. No, I have it in my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a reminder set. So? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite part. It's like someone, I'm, I'm ADHD, and I'm like, I got to remember this. So I was like, so put a reminder in your phone. I'm like, okay. Yeah. 
That'll work not. Oh, it works for me. Nope, not me ever. I see it and I go, yeah, I should do that. And then I just keep putting it off. I'm like, oh, I'll remember now. It's on my screen. Well, it depends on what it is and how much of a deadline I really am under. I mean, I put do my whole homance research in there on Sunday. Well, and that's what dismissed I mean. it. That's what I till mean. Till Tuesday. That's what I need. But if it's time sensitive, it works. Yeah. Um, my other girl today. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of myself. Okay. I bought a bunch of herbs. <laughs> <laughs> the food kind or the medicinal kind? The food. Okay. Yeah, the actual kind you eat. Uh huh. And I'm starting a little herb garden. Good luck. I always gardens. Oh, I, I overwater them. <laughs> Something happens. They get burnt to a crisp by putting them in the sun. I don't know. You've had that rosemary on the windowsill in your kitchen for... <sighs> that one almost died. 10 plus years. Yeah, it was no, a stick. No, it's, it's not... It's it's not been 10 years, but... Um, was it even rosemary still? No, it's rosemary for sure. It's rosemary. <laughs> I just had to put new dirt in, though. <laughs> new potting soil. Did you ever actually use that to cook I it? do. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I do. Well, then I want a cutting... <laughs> I need some. I need, but yeah. So I've Seth and I have planned our garden, and so mm. I'm really excited because you know I like to plan things and mm-hmm. get amped up for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're gonna have a garden this summer. I don't know why Basil's a tricky motherfucker, but that <laughs> that one, I think I've killed two or three of them. I'm like, it's just not meant for me. Anytime a recipe calls for basil, I'm like, or not. (laughs) I just don't even use it anymore. The good old basil. (laughs) It's so fucking funny, though. Every time I hear it on a a great British baking show. They call it basil? Basil. Basil. Something like that. That reminds, oh, basil. The name of somebody. Right. Yeah. What was it? What show was that? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. Anyway. <laughs> Let's if go you eat liked some food. What, if you liked what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe. And you can... Thank you for joining the Home Mix Radicals. Yes, you can send us a hoe to do. Um, <laughs> Research on to tell you about. <laughs> Not a physical hoe to fuck. <laughs> you can send us a story suggestion of a hoe that means something to you. At stories at homemancechronicles.com. And I say the different email address all the time. You do homemancepodcast at gmail.com. Whatever you can remember. Right. Or you can just send it to our, you know. DMs. You can. Instagram. Find us on Instagram at homans underscore chronicles. Or Facebook group. Yep. The Judgment Free Zone. It's our uh, closed Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. We got places. Homemance out. <laughs>